This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. And this week, we're talking about taking advantage of corn and soybean price rallies with Joe Barker, who provides risk management services at CHS Hedging. Well, Joe, after seeing some good news in the grain markets recently, what should farmers be thinking or asking about right now? Well, Mike, I think they really should be focused on, you know, their marketing plans. Uh, this is the time of year when, when we try to, you know, do the break-even analysis, or the, in this case, the uh, profitability analysis. Um, they should be considering their crop insurance options uh, because uh, what, which insurance product they buy will play into that profitability. And uh, they should really be thinking about their objectives. What, what is their objective this year? Um, you know, do they what revenue number hits for them, and then they can start uh, marketing towards that revenue number that they need to protect to finance the parts of their operation and, and, and meet their family's objectives. Several events and factors have contributed to this price rally. What are some of the major factors that you uh, look at behind this jump in grain prices? Well, in my mind, this is a little bit of the perfect storm. We have wonderful demand coming from the trade deals actually had pent-up demand because demand was a little bit delayed. So we have to backfill, uh, and, and the, the demand from, from Asia is very strong. We had a production issue that was larger than, than a lot of people thought with the storm that went through Iowa. Um, and then the, the, the concerns in Brazil have really delayed their production. It looks like their crop is going to be pretty good, but it's about three weeks behind. And that's three additional weeks of demand for the U.S. So whether we're talking about corn or soybeans, there's a little bit of the perfect storm that's developed from, from a combination of very strong demand and uh, some, some production issues that were larger than originally thought. So what does this mean moving forward? Well, I think we're in a period of increased volatility from now uh, at least until the USDA Outlook Conference, uh, which is later in February. Um, and then likely you know, into those March prospective planning reports and quarterly stocks numbers, uh, we could we could continue to see volatility into that time period. Nobody knows what the what the weather's going to bring. Uh, we we do have significant drought conditions, uh, especially across you know the western part of the Gorn regions, um, and so this volatility could continue for quite a while. Um, and I and I, I think uh, I, I think farmers need to be ready for that. Um, producers need to be prepared for what implications that could have on, on a hedging program, if they have the cash flow to, to, to stomach that, or, or what type of products they use. A lot of speculation about acres, what will be planted this year. Where do you expect farmers will find the best return as we head into planting season? So that's a difficult thing to answer for your audience as you cover so many states. Um, in the south, you know, we're going to have some, some battle for acreage between cotton and soybeans, and cotton doesn't want to lose those acres. Um, in the north, you're going to have beans versus wheat. Um, out west, you know, up in, up in Washington and Idaho, you know, you're going to have the different types of wheat competing for acres and, and maybe some, some corn out there. Um, and then in the heart of the growing region, you're going to have the corn versus the soybean discussion. I think it's all on the table. And growers should should be focused on their individual profitability and, and working with their trusted advisors um, to to make sure they have a plan that works for them. I don't think this is a year where you, you're going to put all of your eggs in one basket. And so it's really going to be dependent on the location and the productivity of their individual land. Kind of connected to that, how do you see these corn and 
soybean price rallies affecting other crop prices? We've already seen it spill over into wheat. Uh, we've seen it spill over in, in, into the cotton, and, and I think that continues for the next 60 or 90 days, in all honesty. Um, I don't think this rally's over. Everybody has a market opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just see tightness in soybeans and tightness in corn creating a, a battle for acreage that'll show up in the USDA Outlook Conference, and then that March prospective claims report is going to be highly anticipated. So um, I think it will spill over, already has spilled over into the wheat, especially the spring wheat and the HRW. If you don't grow the spring wheat, you don't have the high-protein wheat coming out of the north, then you have more demand for, for hard red winter wheat. Uh, you know, and it just, it just, it's, it's a complex for a reason. And I think, you know, a rising tide uh, can, can raise all ships. Interesting times. Thanks, Joe. That's Joe Barker, who provides risk management services at CHS Hedging. Thanks for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of co-op ownership from CHS at cooperativeownership.com.